All right, what up? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Level Up with Leon podcast. I hope you all had an awesome weekend and are ready to get to another week of forward motion. If you're in Minnesota like me, I hope you're enjoying this wonderful mid-70s weather that we're having right now. Hopefully, weather that will actually keep for longer than four weeks this year. But before I get into today's episode, I just want to shout out a friendly reminder to leave a five-star rating on the podcast if you enjoyed it and share it with your friends and family. I don't run any ads on this podcast, so every little bit of word of mouth helps. Now let's get into today's topic. All right, so today's episode is all about time management and how I've managed it in my life to be able to crank out tremendous amounts of work in either one sitting or an entire week. For a long time in the past, I used to find it really difficult to manage my time. And I'll be talking about that a lot more in a different episode coming up very soon. But a lot of the difficulty came from trying to do so without a real process or system in place and trying to just go off the top of my head for everything, which was rarely ever reliable as I would forget many things frequently. Over time, I learned about different methods of time management and being productive. Being productive, like I said, I'll save for another episode. But for now, let's get into how I've learned to manage my time most effectively. All right, so the first thing that I wanted to touch on before I get into the actual tactics is I wanted to talk about um, application and just things to keep in mind about you know time management in general. When I was more of a beginner in managing my time properly, I knew that I had to start small to achieve anything. I've learned that getting better at time management is about actually doing what you schedule for yourself and learning how to structure your tasks in a way that works best for your schedule and lifestyle through trial and error. So when I started, I would try to add only one or two extra tasks to my day besides working my 9 to 5. This way, I wouldn't feel overwhelmed by trying to add too many things too quickly. I noticed that if I got overwhelmed, I would feel defeated, as if I couldn't do as much as I should. And then I would get down on myself and not do anything. That's obviously not very helpful. So I suggest that you start out and continue to plan your days and tasks in a way that makes you feel like you had a genuinely good day not just maximizing productivity output as much as possible. We are all different and we all have different capacities for output each day. This is certainly trainable, but I've noticed it's important to structure your time so that it serves you, not like it's your slave master. Doing this has caused me to burn out several times, and then I would just have to readjust everything to serve me better than the last time. And this is kind of the trial and error that's necessary, especially while we're young. I I am a huge advocate of While we have this youth on our side that we test our limits, that we try to figure these things out so that we know how to adjust in the future and so that we're not constantly overdoing ourselves because we are human. I don't care what hustle culture has to say or what capitalism has to say, social media, anything. We're all human beings. We we all have different capabilities. We have different lives, different schedules, different responsibilities and, and obligations. One person may be able to crank out you know, 10 tasks in a day and the other person might only be able to do, you know, one, two or three tasks. But what matters is, is that the quality of the work that you do during those tasks is high and that the consistency of your work is there. As long as you're doing a little bit each day, you're going to get so much farther than the person that can't figure out their life enough to be able to do one thing every few days. Okay. So that being said, 
I've also learned that allowing breaks throughout the day to relax and give the mind a break is helpful too. For me, I can usually crank out about four hours of uninterrupted, laser-focused deep work until my brain starts to drift away. You may be able to do more or less, but the point is to understand how your brain functions best and then schedule your day around that. Are you a morning person? Plan your most productive time in the morning. Are you a night owl? Maybe your deepest work can get done when everyone else is asleep. Be honest with yourself and don't feel like you need to flip your life upside down to keep up with the people that you see online talking about productivity. You don't have to. You should find a schedule that works for your life because you don't live the same life as the people you follow. If you're a single adult like me with no kids, that's certainly easier to do than if you are married with kids, for example. You're going to have to consider others in your time management, but it should still be specific to you and your needs and your wants. Also, it's important to think about how to schedule in true rest time as well. Few of us in this world can work seven days straight with no break, so it's a good idea to plan ahead for your rest time. This could be when you are taking part in your favorite hobbies, spending time with friends or loved ones, or it could just be your downtime where you chill on the couch and watch TV or play video games. Whatever it is, having a rest day to look forward to during the week can make the work week seem less intimidating. Finally, I realize that it's good to learn how to roll with the punches. The methods of time management I'm about to lay out for you will not always be able to be carried out to their fullest potential when your environment to implement them is not always reliable and consistent, which it damn sure won't be. Life can often be random and unpredictable. So I've learned when these waves come crashing through my life and throw me off center. As long as I focus on the absolute priorities in my life, everything will fall into place. You can always restack your schedule when things stabilize again. So with that being said, let's jump into the tactics that have worked best for me to manage my time after this quick break. So what's your story with learning time management? Are you a pro or are you a beginner? What strategies have you tried and what works best for you? Hit me up on Instagram at levelupwithleon, all one words, but the same as this podcast, and let's chat about it. I want to thank you so much for listening and remind you to rate the podcast with five stars if you're enjoying it so far. Now, let's get back to the episode. All right, so the first actual tactic is scheduling everything in advance for the week and working via time slots in each day that you write out for yourself. So this method was the first one that worked for me and has been effective for a long time whenever I need it. This method requires me to sit down during the weekend before and write down my entire week in my calendar. Now, this can be done by hand. I've done it before, but I do it in my phone calendar because it's easier and I receive notifications when it's time to do things, which is very important for me. From the time that I wake up to the time that I sleep, everything is scheduled, including my meals, my workouts, my breaks, my cool down times and everything else. This way, I am fully aware of all the tasks that I need to get done and all of the things that happen in between. And I know I'm maximizing each day to its fullest potential. 
When I started, though, I would only schedule one thing I wanted to get done each day outside of my obligations. Then once I could complete an entire week of those things, I would add more and more to my schedule until my entire day was designed around working on my passions and improving myself. This method is really satisfying because I can look back on an entire week and feel really successful if I get all or even most of the things on my schedule completed. Okay, because I'm human, I'm not always going to knock out everything during the week that I plan because life happens, but even getting most of the things done feels really good. However, there are some cons to this method. Firstly, I noticed that when I stack my schedule really tightly, even the slightest unexpected event in my life could throw it off and stress me out. Secondly, I've also noticed that I don't always know for sure how long things take to complete, so if I don't complete things in the allotted time, it can stress me out. Thirdly, I will have days where I'm just going through something mentally and it will be harder to focus. On these days, having to either delete or see all the notifications for my task tick by as I don't do them can be really defeating. Some ways I've helped to manage this are, for the first point, I would try to assess priorities and create larger gaps of time between tasks in case something came up, giving me more flexibility. For the second, I noticed I would get better at allocating time for my tasks, the more similar tasks that I did because I knew how long they would take. But if I knew something required more time than I initially gave it, I would make it a project and actually allocate less time than other things, but work on it more frequently so it would balance out. Then for the third point, when I'm having a genuinely bad day, I will look at the most important things for that day, get rid of everything else, and then apply the five-minute rule to those most important tasks. If I genuinely couldn't get past five minutes without mental or emotional agony, I would reschedule those things. But often, if I just limit myself to my priorities, I can usually get those things done no matter what state I'm in. Because a lot of times, you just got to do the work anyway. I think this method really did a great job of helping me realize my potential in terms of how much work I can get done if I focus and, and organize my day. Not having to think about what to do and instead just doing it, being able to separate those two things made doing feel less mentally taxing for me. The days when I could grind for 8 to 12 hours straight made me feel like a machine. So if you are looking to manage your time, you can get a lot done just by planning in advance and writing things down. I know it sounds obvious, but you'd be surprised how many people don't know about their schedules besides their absolute obligations. So if you're looking to organize your life and maximize your productivity, try this tactic out and let me know how it goes for you. So what's the most difficult thing that you face when trying to manage your time to get the work done that needs doing? Hit me up on Instagram and let's chat about it. Maybe I can help you figure out your next steps so you can stop stressing and get back to doing what you love or simply what needs to be done. Thanks again for listening if you made it this far. Now let's get into the last part of today's episode. All right, so the second method that I currently use involves using a to-do list and organizing tasks by priority rather than time slots. So over the last year or so, my life has undergone some changes, and I find myself in a different environment compared to before, making it more challenging to plan my days with the same level of accuracy as before. During this transition, the time slot method was causing me stress because I couldn't make it as reliable as I could in the past. 
So I started researching and exploring alternative ways to stay organized without relying heavily on a strict schedule, but still keeping a clear sense of what needs to be done in order of priority. One day while watching a YouTube video by Ali Abdal, which by the way, I highly recommend his channel if you're looking for a productivity-based YouTube channel. Um, but anyway, I discovered a to-do list app called Todoist. What sets this app apart and makes it useful compared to a traditional to-do list, such as one on your fridge, is its level of organization. With Todoist, you can create projects with main tasks and subtasks within them, allowing you to break down every step needed for a project. You can also use color coding to prioritize tasks by importance. Additionally, you can assign due dates to tasks to set deadlines, although I personally don't use this feature much because I'm not a huge fan of deadlines. But what I love most about it is, is that I can list the most important tasks for each day organized by the project they belong to. This helps declutter my mind, allowing me to simply glance at my list and start working. Typically, I have a large gap of time before I need to start my 9 to 5 job, so I use that time to tackle my to-do list. Another great feature is that if I have ideas for tasks or projects, I can easily add them to the relevant project without assigning them a completion date. This way, I have a repository for all my ideas, ensuring I never run out of things to do and reducing the stress of figuring out what to focus on. I used to struggle with remembering great ideas because I didn't have a way to capture them, but now I do. By the way, I'm not sponsored by Todoist. I simply love the app because it has been effective for my time management. There are other features on the app as well, but the ones that I mentioned are the ones that I use the most. This method of creating a to-do list organized by priorities has also improved my mental health. As long as I can complete the task marked as the highest priority for the day, everything else becomes less critical, giving me more flexibility to add or adjust tasks as needed. I enjoy the concept of having a task database and just diving into work without a rigid schedule. I can focus on satisfying tasks once the priorities are completed, which in itself is satisfying. This method allows me to be more adaptable when unexpected events occur in my life, giving me the freedom to take the rest of the day off if necessary. I haven't spent enough time with this method to determine if it's genuinely better for me than the time slot method, but so far I felt more productive and less stressed, which is obviously a positive sign. The only downsides to the system come from the learning curve of figuring out what works best for you. It might take some time to determine the right balance between too many and too few tasks on your list. For example, sometimes the number of tasks on my list can seem daunting. I include even routine tasks like eating and working out. However, as long as I complete my daily priorities, everything else remains optional, allowing me to still consider it a successful day. Many of the tasks are things I do automatically, but being able to check them off at the end of the day is incredibly satisfying. When I manage to complete 20 or more tasks in a day, I feel really, really damn good. It's worth noting that you don't need the specific app that I mentioned to implement this system. You can create your own by writing tasks down, color coding, and organizing them into projects. Apps like Todoist simply streamline the process and make it more convenient. So I encourage you to try out the to-do list system and see how it works for you. All right, well, that wraps up another episode of the podcast. This was on the shorter side this time, but I hope that you enjoyed it, and I hope that it provided you with tips that can help you manage your time better. Time management is a skill like anything else. It requires practice. 
However, with enough practice, you can take complete ownership of your schedule and turn it into something that serves you and that is not working against you, helping you be your best self each and every day. If you've made it this far, a super sincere thank you for listening. Now, let's hop into the outro. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Level Up with Leon podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, don't forget to follow the podcast and turn on notifications so you never miss an episode. Your feedback means the world to me, so please take a moment to rate the podcast with five stars if it brought you value and share it with a friend or family member you think might feel the same. Do you want to hear me talk about a specific topic or have a burning question about fitness or self-improvement? I would love to hear from you. Send in your request to Instagram at Level Up with Leon, and who knows, your idea might just become the next exciting episode on my show. For more valuable fitness and self-improvement content, be sure to follow me on Instagram and threads at Level Up with Leon or Twitter at Level Up Lee. Spell L-E-V-E-L-U-P-L-E-E. Let's build a strong and supportive community together. Join the Level Up Fitness Podcast Facebook group where like-minded individuals come together to uplift, motivate, achieve their fitness goals, and level up their lives. For my dedicated listeners, imagine achieving your fitness goals faster with minimal sacrifice and even getting advanced coaching for free by donating $100 or more to a family member or friend. Join my eight-week remote coaching for transformation and let's win together. Use my service, give feedback, leave a review if you're satisfied. That's all. Ready to start? Apply via the link in my bio and join the waitlist. Don't miss this win-win-win opportunity. Are you struggling with your form on a certain exercise and you feel like you just can't figure out how to fix it? Send in your video to my Dropbox link in the description and get advanced form checks by me personally for free. Just title the video with your first name and an IG handle so I know it's you. If my coaching helped at all, all I ask is that you let others know by sharing it on your social media. Level up your lifts and set your next PR. Remember, I'm here to support you on your fitness journey. And together, we'll level up our lives one step at a time. Thank you for being a part of this incredible community. Stay motivated, stay focused, and keep leveling up. It's back to the hustle for me. It's back to the hustle for me. I'm out. But before I go, let me leave you with this quote. Don't be fooled by the calendar. There are only as many days in the year as you make use of. See you next time.